Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Everybody, welcome to another episode of Creators Out, episode 143. Holy shnikes, we're getting there. Man, 143 is pretty good, dude. 143, uh, less than a year and a half, you know? Man. I guess, I guess I've been working or something. I don't know. What yeah, was yeah making on. some headway and whatnot, you know? You know, so uh, I just want to uh, let... Uh, my podcast listeners know, as always, if you want to see anything that's on the stream, head over to Creators Outlet on YouTube. Uh, please subscribe to the channel if you like our content. Ring the bell notification so you get a notification every time we go live. And, uh, you know, please check us out on our all-new podcast page on Facebook at JokerFan1969 which is also my IG ID. So you can check me out over there. And I'm always putting up uh, videos. I didn't do one this morning, but I try to do one uh, like two or three times a week to update everything that's going on over here on Creators Outlet. So we're welcoming back our our old friend, Dustin Brunel from The Listener, who's got another, an, another issue of the book on the way. And the sign-up page is up and running. And the link for that is in the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching us. Dustin, how's it going, bro? Man, busy. It's good to see you, though, Will. It's good to see you, man. Um, super busy. You know, we've got um, the listener goes live tomorrow. Uh, and as always, that book is finished. So it's not like you're going to Kickstarter to, you know, wait for the book. You're pre-ordering the book. So it'll go to print as soon as the end of the Kickstarter hits, which is super cool. Because that coincides with uh, the way we do things now is since we've got three series running, what we do is we it's bi-monthly. So when one book's done, the other book starts. And as the other book's starting, people are getting their books as the next book is coming out. So I'm excited to be able to do that. Um, but yeah, man, Greed Book 3, you know, or I'm sorry, the Listener Book 3, um, Beginnings. It's like... You know, you were the first podcast I was on when I started 
putting my book out, my first issue out, uh, it's hard to believe that that was just about a year ago that we started working on, well, a couple months, it's almost a year. It's been like 10 months since we started pushing it. Um, mm -hmm. But it's it's coming up on a year um, for our, our first release on Kickstarter. And wow, man, wow. Um, yeah, it's, it's a ride for sure. A first release, you say? Yeah, yeah. Would it would it would it be a first release of this? It would be first release of that. Yes, sir. Adam, so Adam, I've Adam. I've I've been told by my buddy Nate over at Slapstands that uh, later on tonight my custom slab stand for the listener oh, sweet. is getting shipped out. That's exciting. That's awesome. Man. So I will I will make sure to. I will make sure to post that to you so you can, you can, you can see it and uh, uh, probably be a little jealous, but I appreciate uh, Yeah, I probably will be. Everybody's getting all the, like, so all the coolest listener stuff is out to people. Like I, I don't have like any of it, you know, it's like, it's, I'm, it's, you send out the books and the, and the cool little, uh, you know, stuff in between the books yeah, and, yeah. and then people are going out and, uh, well, uh, I just went to a, a convention and I, I showed him a picture and I just got a, a customized uh, listener pewter figure. So, yeah, uh, I don't get to keep anything cool, man. Everybody gets all the cool stuff. And that's it. But that's just because it's like we have like when we first started, we didn't have like fans and stuff. Right. You know, mm -hmm. it was like there were there weren't fans. There weren't friends. You know, it was it was a couple of us that were trying to put out a kick-ass book, you know what I mean? And, you know, in memorandum and stuff like that. So it was like, now it's, there's all kinds of really cool people in our lives and we're very thankful for it. You know, we're from uh, writing for other companies and other publishers and stuff now to having people that are going, when's the next issue of The Listener coming out? And I never thought we'd hear those things, Will. It was like crazy to try to do this, you know, and... To put out a book every other month seemed like such a daunting thing to do, you know. And I remember people going, "You can't do that. It'll never, it'll never happen." Da 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 da. And I was like, "Okay, well, there are people that think it will, you know." So book two came out. Uh, when winds weep, when winds weep, smashed, you know. And then um, it got to the point where I was. I was writing so much that I needed a little bit of an outlet. So I put greed out and greed did really well. And now greed has its own following and its own, you know, its own creative team and stuff, which is crazy to me to go from a team of me, Eric and my wife, you know, with a couple color cover artists in book one to having three full fledged teams, you know, is wild to me. You know, I need to hire you just to keep up with all this shit I have to do. <laughs> yeah man but yeah um you know um, we'll work yeah. for comics yeah I, hey it, it wouldn't be the first time <laughs> so <laughs> i started i started when i was 15 in my lcs there you go well beginnings um takes place at it, it goes right to the very end of the listener where uh when winds weep when Guy is talking to addy about his past and what happened you know who his grandfather was and so on and so forth and so we pick up with that and we get a full a really cool backstory for the grandfather you know how he became the first listener so on and so forth 
Um, and about halfway into it, we cut to uh, Nostis uh, in the other side who is hunting Sonny. So um, that's been a lot of fun for us to put out because it's the first time that we've delved into the other side in the listener. You know, we got into it real early in Greed in book one, uh, but in the listener, we have not really gotten into it. So to show it off was a lot of fun. Um, big combat. You know, there's a lot, there's always a lot of action in my books, you know, but this is very different. Um, it's the first time we've started getting into the theological side of it really heavily. Uh, this book is really into that, uh, showing off a few things. Um, you got to see Adesaya in book two, not much of him, but you did get to see him. Uh, he's very prevalent in, uh, book three. So instead of just getting like a panel of him, you get, or well, you get a full page of him in book two, but you get a, you know, a good chunk of him in book three. So that's really exciting for us, uh, to start bringing in the theological elements and the spiritual elements in the book. So I was talking to my uncle earlier today, who's, a who's in his mid seventies and he's re he's retired air force vet. And I was telling him about the book and he's like, you know, and about sending in stealth troops to Japan to, yeah. to kill the invading Chinese. And I couldn't remember from what period in time, like what war this was. So when in, in reality, the the events are based on vietnam but we okay. use we use world war ii because it's much more accessible to people uh they're taught more about it they see more about it vietnam's like that war that people don't talk about you know what i mean it's not something that people like to bring up in casual conversation versus like world war ii you have um aficionados and stuff and people that study it and collect it and mm -hmm. so that was what we used to be more relatable to folks um yeah it's it was definitely um nasty nasty stuff dropping those guys down so you take three to five guys drop them in the middle of the shit with a couple dogs and be like clean the shit and then you can come home but we're not coming down until you've killed everybody here and then it's like, okay, well, all right, what? how do you know we've killed everyone? You know, that was a conversation lesson I had had. And he was literally like, he was like, they don't give you an answer to that, that you're expendable once they put you on the ground. Yeah. And it was just like, Jesus. He was like, there was a time where they had to sit for a day, an entire day to wait for pickup. And it was just like, what on earth, man? You know, so um, we get into a little bit of that. In, you know, in book one, we show that off a little bit in book one and how that works. Um, and book two, book two is is a, a free-for-all of our cast trying to get to Addie, who's been put in a really bad situation. You know, so, um, you know, it was, it was a really emotional book for me. You know, the whole series is emotional, but book two, book two is rough, man. Um, so once you get through book two and you're into book three, you know, you're learning a little bit more, you're seeing a little bit more, um, you've been re reunited. We'll use that term with, with the rest of the cast, you know, uh, you, you get to meet Lon, um, like actually meet Lon and not just get a, a, a panel of her, you know? So, uh, that's really cool. 
Uh, Marissa Pope did a great cover of her for the second book. That was a really pretty cover. Uh, and we ended up doing three versions of that. Um, we did a pink one, a red one, and a midnight blue one um, that were really, really pretty covers. Um, speaking of covers, Adam Fields is back uh, for book three. Doing, you know, He's been with us all three books. Uh, Marissa Pope's back. She's been with us all three books as well. Uh, Eric um, David Acampo, is, uh, he joined us on the second book, and he's on this one as well. And then uh, Gabby, you know, Gabby did another cover for us. So uh, cover A again. And then Eric, Eric came out and did another cover too. So it's basically the whole gang that's been around the whole time is, is, is putting out book three. So you guys can expect, uh, quote unquote, from the team, the best book we've put out yet. So I'm really, really excited about it. Um, there's, there's elements of this overarching theme that we create you know there's there's a lot to be seen um and you know we uh, the last issue we showed the um the gentleman's soul being pulled down uh we showed that which you know people question you know what's going on with that a little bit of mystery with that then there's the uh you know Adesaya who is Adesaya why is Sani with Adesaya you know uh, all those things uh we touch on all of that um with the exception of Sani and Adesaya in book three, uh, we won't see Sani in book three. I know that's bummed some people out, uh, but he'll be back in book four. You guys will get to see him. Um, you know, I know he's everybody's favorite, which still weirds me out, you know, so um, I enjoy the character, uh, but he's terrifying to me. I think he's the most horrifying character that I write. I got a lot of really wild characters, guys. I mean, there's a hundred and, 105 characters that are fully fleshed out for the listener right now. Uh, and if you guys picture, uh, picked up a copy of Guy's journal from our last Kickstarter, um, there were like 40 of them in there. You know, you guys got bios for like 40 characters um, and full on art pieces for them as well. But uh, bringing in Adesaya was crucial to the story. You know, he's, he's very integral to everything we're doing. So it's, it's interesting, you know, and people's take on him. I mean, he's huge. He's like 10 foot tall, you know, uh, the, the epitome of like big Cro-Magnum man type of deal almost. Uh, the scariest thing about him, though, is he exists in theology. You know, he's it's not like something that came out of my head. I did try to make him a little bit scarier, you know what I mean, um, instead of just normal cannibal crazy thing that looked like Gollum. Um, but, yeah, he's a lot of fun. There's a lot of fun characters right now. <clears throat> I don't, I don't like anybody taller than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm like, I don't want to have to reach up to punch somebody in the throat when they come after me. <laughs> right, right, absolutely. Well, you know, it's fun uh, that you mentioned reaching up and punching somebody in the throat. Um, we have a character that's about to make an appearance in the third issue of uh, Greed. That's uh, Wrath, and Wrath will be in the listener down the road. Because greed is 80 years in the future, you know, same world, 80 years in the future. So you'll get to meet Raph later on. Um, and when I said, uh, you know, Sonny is the scariest character, well, he's scary because he's he's human nature. You know what I mean? It's just the, the, the darker side of a coin, you know, but he's that character that believes he's doing the right thing, you know, 
moving, getting rid of certain people and making a path, you know. Uh, but you've got this character, Wrath, and I couldn't even believe I, I he came up. I, I, it just it blew my mind because we were talking about it one day, my wife and I, and he's this young Nazi German kid, you know, uh, because of the time period, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And uh, but he's he's much crueler than anything I've ever written. And he didn't, wasn't uh, possessed by wrath, wasn't possessed by the sin. He welcomed the sin. So it's a really dark character, really, really scary stuff. Um, Right there, screams right there, what you just said popped into my head, the movie Apt Pupil. Yep, absolutely. And that movie, I'm sorry, but that movie scared the living fuck out of me. Right? So, so imagine him with the power of like the Hulk, you know, so he's a terrifying character. Um, but going back to beginnings, there's, there's a lot to be said about it. There's a lot to be said about, um, you know, the other side, you know, and what it looks like on the other side and how people react and stuff. I can show you guys some images. Um, one second, Will, and I'll share my screen with you. Um, but there's, there's a lot to be seen. And normally, I'm that guy that doesn't show very much because I'm kind of, uh, you know me, I'm, I'm big on people getting the surprise factor and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll show you guys a couple pages. Hold on. Let me share screen. Share screen. Share screen. Share screen. Here's one of the pages. Um, I think Eric just keeps getting better, man. Oh yeah, the progression of his art is amazing. Yeah, he's he's just getting better and better as we go. Um, these were a couple really fun pages, getting to show off uh, Addie's grandfather and the original listener. You know, it was like, you know, where did he come from? Why was why did he gain these abilities and stuff? We get into that a lot. Um, I'll show you one of these two if I can. Yeah, I can show you guys this one. This is another, this is our first showing of the other side. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, as In the living realm, the noble spirits are blues. Uh, Addie sees them as blues and whites. But in, you know, in the spirit, when they, on the other side, they're their natural colors versus what colors the other side are the other side is normally blacks and whites and grays but clearly there's something wrong there's like an infection so uh gnostis is trying to find out what the infection is as well as hunt down you know sonny so lots of fun with that um there's some really really good pages um this is page one uh none of the dialogue on these but you know, they just came out so good. Like, it's just a lot of fun to work with Eric and to see, you know, what he's producing. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's yeah. just, it's phenomenal stuff. Um, and I can't express how happy I am um, with with the product. You know what I mean? And what we're putting out. Um, and that goes for all the books. You know what I mean? Um with the listener, it's it's 
it's so heartfelt. And when you have a team, and, and I use that term very seriously, when you have a team versus having contractors, it makes so much difference because these, uh, these group of people are invested in, in your product and your project. You know, so if I if I could ever give anybody any kind of advice on putting out your own project, get a team, you know, find people that are like minded individuals that want to, you know, want to see the story progress, you know, um, and that, I think it makes a difference. You know, you can see it in the art, you can see it in the way they talk about things, you know, um, I uh, hold on, Will, and I'll send you the, the latest cover real quick. And you can pop that up. I don't have it on my computer, or I'd put it up there myself. Um, but that's that's Adam Fields' new cover that I just sent you, and it came out stunning. Um, I was telling Adam today that that may be the first metal cover that we put out. I've not done any metal covers at all, but that that there may be the very first metal cover we end up doing. Um, really, really excited about it. Uh, and he was excited about it. He sent me this message and he was like, man, this is going to be it. And I was like, okay. You know, so you've got uh, Adesaya in the background, uh, Sami in the foreground, Addy in the middle, and then the winds under Addy. And it was just, I don't know, it blew my mind. So, uh, and with the way the colors work and stuff, I was like, that'd be so cool as a metal cover. You know, that was. Yeah, that's uh, that's a beautiful cover. Either, either either that or like a full chromium cover so all, yeah, the, yeah. all the whites are chromium yeah yeah right on yeah so i'm i'm kind of um i'm on the fence about which direction to go with it right this second but uh the only one I've, we're waiting on now is marissa's cover and that's bound to be beautiful as well um it's been a lot of fun coming up with the designs for these because normally I, I let the cover artists like go ham you know what i mean i don't ever I, you know, if they ask for a direction or an idea, I give them that. But generally, it's, you know, go with it. You know, go with where you feel. Do the cover how you feel like it should be. Um, because in reality, guys, um, these artists, they're amazing artists because they've they have made a name for themselves and they put themselves there. You know what I mean? They're they're awesome, awesomely talented. All right, buddy. Good night, pal. Um, I love you too, pal. So when you get these guys and girls that are coming out here, they're, you hire them and you bring them on your team because you like their work. You know what I'm saying? If I tell you exactly what to do, there's no mystery for me as a creator. You know, if, if, I, if I didn't trust your judgment, you wouldn't be on the team to begin with. You know what I mean? So it's like, do what you do, have a good time. You know what I mean? Make it, you know, make it yours. And that's, mm -hmm. I think that's very important. Um, and with the listener, we've, we've gotten so many covers that are just, you know, we're knocking them out of the park, you know, and it's because the teams are so good. Um, I couldn't ask for better folks to work with. Um, but like, we're doing a lot of shows this year too. Well, holy crap. We're in IC. We did ICC. Uh, then we did Suncoast Comic Con in Florida. Um, Jim, Kyle, and I are going to be at MegaCon in Orlando coming up in August. Oh, yeah. That's a big one down there. Yeah. We've got we've got that one coming up. And then we'll be in Michigan twice. Um, forgive me. I can never remember the names of those shows. But we're in Michigan twice. Like, we're in Michigan twice, like, in the same month. So it's like, go to Michigan 
come back to Tennessee, go back to Michigan. You know? So uh, I'm excited because I've never been there. So that should be fun. Um, uh, there's going to be a lot of cool folks at a lot of these shows. So, um, and the showrunners are doing really good with like uh, distance and stuff like that. Because, I mean, you know, wearing the masks thing, is, it's real hard to breathe. It's hard to breathe anyway when there's a million people around. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. So you got the mask on, it just makes it super, super hard to breathe. So a lot of places, the, the past two shows we've been to, uh, they're really good about giving you space so you don't have to, you know? Like you're not, like, it sucks because it's cool when people can, climb, uh, you know, crowd around the booth and talk and sign books, whatever else. But at the same time, uh, you know, safety is a concern as well, you know. So they are being really cool about, you know, keeping X amount of people in, in front of the booth for X amount of time and stuff. So you can, you know, have a little bit of distance but still breathe, you know. Um, yeah. Because you get up billion people in a room especially like megacon you got a billion people in there it's like sucking in hot air the whole time oh yeah um, it's, it's like we're not worried about corona we're worried about con crud yeah that's right did you wash your ass before you walked up to this booth <laughs> oh yeah i i put it in the sink <laughs> oh you're not supposed to do that i'm sorry I'm just glad you put some water on it. That's all I'm saying. I, I, I was using directions from, uh, you know, New York City. So. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Did you use the uh, Did you use the shell and the um, the two seashells? The two seashells. Oh yeah. 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 You, you 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 place them just right at the uh, at the faucet, and it, it'll splash the water like a good like twelve feet. Oh well, see, I didn't know. I've never been able to figure out how to use them. You know what I mean? So. Uh, I appreciate so you. Cro-Magnum, man. Now I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Speaking of Cro-Magnum, man. So the listener has a fan base. It has a fun fan base. We're, we're meeting new people all the time. You know, we had a fan. Uh, I'll actually, uh, I'm about to send you a link real quick, Will. Um, because we've gotten reviews, like really, really good reviews recently. And uh, I think they'd be pretty cool for you to get to hear them. Actually, I don't even have to say, well, I can just forward it to your, um, hold on, I'll just forward them to you. We got a couple of them. Uh, we have a lot of fans in the UK and in the, uh, Australia. Mm -hmm. we're, in a, we're in a couple stores in the UK right now, um, you know, and we've got a bunch of really, really cool fans in Australia as well. Um, let me see if I can find this file. I'm going to send it to you right quick. But it's really exciting to to go from not knowing if people pay attention, even in your own country, to, to, to you know, selling books in another country. You know what I mean? Let's see. Oh, yeah. Here you go, Will. Holy on pace. Um, but it, it's wild, man. Like, it's absolutely insane because you're, you're just, like, blown away. And the kindness that people share, man, it's just... I know. It's, it's a beautiful thing, to be sure. I don't know if I can share that. Uh, let's see. I don't know. Yep. 
We got some spicy comic books in the background, but I can't get rid of that. Uh, oh, do I really? No, I do. Oh, I was like, what do I have back there? Let's I'm like see. trying to keep it clean when I got, you know, shared a screen. I'm like, oh. And I'm like, what? what's hold back? On. Is BGD back there? We haven't even talked about that yet. I'm like, hold on. Uh, let me get rid of that and come back over to this. And one more I'm sending you to. Oh, I know how to change that. Uh, there we go. That's, that's the last one I'm going to send you. Oh, that's a that's a TikToker. Oh my God, he's a good dude. Oh, I just look at him. I go, dude, you're way too old to be on that platform. Oh, he's super cool. Let's see. Doing different this way, and because that way. <laughs> there you go. Hey everybody, JokerFan1969 is my official Creators Outlet podcast page on the fake book. But now we can listen to these. Listener, and oh my gosh, it is freaking fantastic. The artwork is incredible. The writing, it's amazing. If you guys haven't already read this comic book, you need to go out there and get it. Go online, buy it, whatever you need to do, get it in your life. Because seriously, you will not be disappointed. It is freaking mind-blowing. Her, her voice tickled my, my, my nutty nuts. Uh, <laughs> and the next one. Everyone, I've just got my hands on the listener issue one and two, and it is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Like I'm picking pieces of my brain up off the floor. The writing team is snapping. The artist, the creator, the the whole crew is just on fire. I'm telling you, I have just, I can't believe it. I'm talking the ear off of everyone I'm coming across on the street about this comic book. If you haven't read The Listener, then, mate, get it into your life because it's fantastic. I read it before you, mate. Uh just saying. And then. So cool. Oh, let's get the. Control influences. Ah, oh, damn it. If you like world cultural influences. There we go. Some folks talking about that right there today. That's the listen. If you like world cultural influences, major historical influences, as well as Native American culture, supernatural. And then intellectual droplets drop throughout the whole thing. A little bit of horror. Check out the listener. You won't be disappointed. Amazing art. Amazing storytelling. And there are some things that will throw you off your rocker. But if you take a second, someone's always listening. I have the coolest fans. I don't give a shit. I'm not even going to get into an argument with anybody. You can't beat my fans. My fans are cool as fuck. Like, <laughs> just blow my mind awesome you know and there's there are moments when like i still have 
like um uh man what do you call that um imposter syndrome you know what i mean like i'll be at an event and be like man am i supposed to be here am i allowed behind this is that really my name headlining these shows you know what i'm saying it's like but then you you know you get people like that that reach out and they appreciate the, the amount of work that you put into something you know how how hard the team worked you know the art the story all of it because it, it's an amalgamation of all these people that put their time into this you know it's not like it's not like man my idea came out and it was great and that was it no there, there's so much behind it you know there's there's with the listener the listener is very different and it's a smaller team than my other books but it's it's literally the same like seven people that have been doing this since the get you know what i mean and we we added uh esk for lettering and you know we brought over david acampo for covers but other than that it, it's been pretty solid you know and it's been an incredible experience to work with so many people that are into it you know and they evolve like art is just like anything else like it's like sports if you practice you practice you practice but art is like the same way though if you draw a rose x amount of times your rose is just going to get better the more times you draw it you know the more times you work on it and the listener team is at it all the time because i like i mentioned earlier uh we put out books bi-monthly you know so it's literally like we have a new book out every month you're getting a book you know and i don't know too many other publishers that are doing that but um i'll say this we're going to keep leveling up you know as we go um you know with greed coming out manny manny and david are both working on um the second issue of that right now it's beautiful it's a lot of fun uh we're introducing lilith in that book um then we've got oh my gosh the cover the cover teams on that are bananas look at um we got justin hunt that's doing a cover for that david fought just did a cover for that uh april reina is doing a cover for that all kinds of incredibly talented individuals and that's not even counting the interior team doing their own covers you know what i mean um then one of the most interesting things about me asked what i've been up to um i got hired not high well i guess um and i i need to add it to my you know my my facebook page and all my social media but uh i'm writing a book for uh totally rad comics right now cool and it's called babes gore and dinosaurs and it's a lot of fun like it's a ridiculous amount of fun um it's very uh it's like it's got normal human beings in it and then it's got anthropomorphic dinosaurs it's like um, the dinosaurs TV show meets Blade Runner <laughs> in like this cyberpunky futuristic type of city, and it's a lot of fun. It's just it's just as dark as everything else I put out, but there's boobs. So, I mean, you know that that makes the light the number industry. one seller in the industry. That's Ooh. right. That's right. Well, you know, I fought it for a long time, Will. I did. I kept going. I'm not, you know, I don't know that I'm going to do anything like that. I don't. And then it was just like this idea came to me while we were bullshitting one night. And Jim was like, are you really going to make that a book? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, I want to publish it. I said, okay, let's do it. So, um, 
Yeah, so it's about a character named Ricky who's a uh, retired mercenary. And he owns a gentleman's club in one of the shadier sides of the city. And it's called Piece of Tail. Uh, See, right there, as soon as you said gentleman's club, why am I not on the team for this book? Yeah, yeah he owns a gentleman's uh, club. 30 plus years in that business. I, I could add a little bit of sarcastic realism to that. Well, uh, I, I there, just there, saying there are certain things I'm going to talk to you about. Like uh, I, I never frequented those, so I don't know much about them. But I, I was going to ask you about like conversation that you would hear as you walked back and forth between people. You know what I mean? So I especially didn't frequent those while my wife is listening to me. There you uh, go. <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Brunel. How are you? <laughs> she watches my shows. There's a lot of support there. So somebody got to keep an eye on you. That's right. That's right. Um, but it's we just uh, added Steph Wilson, uh, which is very cool. You know, he does a lot of uh, Toby oh, yeah. covers. Oh yeah, um, I know Steph. Great guy. Good, good guy. Um, really, really nice guy. Uh, we've not only do we have him, we've got William Russell doing covers for that book, The Angry Artist. So we're stoked about that. Um, we've also got um, April Reyna doing covers for that, too. And then our buddy Jen is doing A covers for that. And she did a really cool one. I'll be showing you guys here in the next couple of weeks is a uh, gender bender take on Dr. Wu and Jurassic Park, which is super, super cute cover that she did. I'm really excited about that. Um, but it's a, it's like I said, it is it is from me. So, you know, it's going to be dark. It's going to be gritty. There's going to be gore. Um it's it's basically about so I worked for a security program, uh, almost a private police force in Jacksonville, you know, and we, you know, the ports and stuff would come in. We dealt with a lot of stuff, um, you know, missing people, all kinds of shenanigans. Well, one of the things that people don't talk about uh, that happens in this country a lot is people get kidnapped and they get sold. Oh, yeah. It happens, especially in uh, near the water and big ports and stuff like that. That's why you've constantly got people monitoring ports. That's why security is so high at them, um, not just for assaults and attacks by other countries and stuff, stuff from inside the country, you know. So um, anyway, so I, I, I reached back into that. So this story, uh, the very first arc revolves around a girl who is uh, a breed of Saurian, whom we call them, that is not seen very often. And she's come to the bar because she feels like she could get a job and disappear, you know, inside the bar. And where, where else would you go than one of the best known mercenaries, mercenaries you know, in the business? Um, you know, so we're really excited about doing that uh, and working with some of this talent. I mean, oh my gosh, you know, I couldn't have even imagined working with some of these cats. You know, just because they're so up there and so awesome. You know, Blade and Hunter's doing the interior work, and the stuff's beautiful, man. Like, it, it's mind-blowing. And I think it's really cool working with him because – and, oh, and Acapo is cover, uh, coloring the interiors, so that's exciting too. But uh, it's interesting because all our books are different stylistically. You know what I'm saying? It's a very interesting way of uh, seeing things. But I'm stoked about it. They're all nice dudes, you know. And then, uh, you know, we Gwen is back. 
Uh, you know, she's been working with us since the listener book one. So mm-hmm. Gwen is coloring. Oh my gosh. She's got like five covers coming from me right now. So that's really cool. You know, um, and you, you build these relationships, you, you build, you know, uh, things with people and it's phenomenal to see how they mesh together because I have members of one team that'll move over to the other team and help out over there and so on and so forth. It's, it's a really well-oiled, uh, like, you know, locomotive right now. And uh, I'm just happy to be a part of it, you know, which is really, really cool. Um, and then you've got the, the mind of, you know, the, the, uh, the marketing mind of Jim Noble behind <laughs> Babes Gorn Dinosaurs. So it's really, really exciting. Um, we've got some T-shirts coming out, which is different for us. You know, we haven't really got into much of that stuff. So we've got some t-shirts coming out. We've got some stickers coming out, um, you know, so it'll be fun. I'm excited to see what the team does and what people are thinking. Oh yeah. My, uh, my friend Sean Howe has done a couple of covers for, for totally rad. Oh, that's awesome. He did a, he did a naughty fairies cover and uh, Jim says he wants to get him on another, on another cover very soon. So that's badass, man. I'm excited. I'm excited to see anybody push forward and do what they want to do, you know, and if you can get the opportunities, like we were approached by a gentleman, um, our friend Brian, who uh, him and his wife run that reels and heels. Oh yeah. Yeah. Really, really nice people. Um, So uh, they approached us and have hired us to do a book for them. So it's, it's really cool. The, the networking aspect of it, you know, and to see the work paying off. You know, when you when the more you work, the more obviously people see it. But it's nice to see, you know, um, where things go with it. You know, the different angles and whatnot. Oh yeah, totally. So uh, the listener part three goes live tomorrow on Kickstarter, and the link is in the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching us. And also the link for the listener store. So you can check out everything. There might be some, uh, a treasure trove of certain things on sale, uh, graded and raw that uh, if you missed them, you can get in the listener store. And, and that's where I went to, uh, give the link to uh, slab stands to be like, yeah, that logo right there, that's going on the front of the slab stand. That's so cool. Okay, I, uh, cool. And I've got that one coming in and I've got one for my, uh, my triple signed uh, Mexico, Mexico, Mexican variant uh, detective 880 chromium cover from San Diego comic-con from a couple of years ago. That's super cool. Triple signed. You know, it was supposed to be double signed, but it got triple signed by accident. And the dealer was like, yeah, you're good. Here you go. That's awesome, man. Jeez. There are some books that just like show up. Not yet. Um, no. You know, they, they show up and you're just like, holy cow. You know what I mean? That they're, it's just, they're phenomenal. Like we were, um, uh, the, the Marissa Pope cover that we did for the last issue. Um, they came out beautiful. I didn't expect to get the third color though. 
you know, that was not something we were, you know, Gwen sent it to us on a whim and it was really, really cool. Um, and it was cool to be able to give those to people that have invested and helped out and stuff like that. It was a really nice thing to do. Um, and then with Guy's journal, you know, we've actually got some friends, children that did some artwork that got put in that book. So that was cool as well. You know, there's, there's all kinds of neat things to do to give back. Uh, one of the biggest things, and I told Eric that I'd talk to you about it tonight live, is the fact that, you know, there were those 215 uh, Native American children that were just found in unmarked graves in Canada. Mm -hmm. So uh, with the trade paperback coming out, we're going to do a variant. Uh, so um, people don't forget that event. You know, it's one of those stories. You know me. That's one of those stories I don't want people to ever want to, you know, recommit, you know, or to ever see such an atrocity again. So, uh, and when each copy of that that sells will be donating to a children's foundation. So I'm above and beyond about that. I thought that was super cool. The whole team was in on that. Um, you know, it's, it's cool, you know, as we, as we grow and we learn and we age, you know, to be able to do small things, you know, like, um, like, you know, stickers and stuff. Some, like I said, was something I never did or shirts and stuff like that. You know, I did soap. Soap was a lot of fun, but I didn't do much else other than that so far. Uh, so because I couldn't, you know, I couldn't afford to do that and give people the covers that we were given and stuff. So uh, we're, we're going out of the box a little bit, you know, um, to give out a little bit more and give back a little bit more in ways we can. Uh, for when wins weep, we actually, uh, for greed, sorry, for greed, we gave a portion of the, the funds to my daughter's school. So to help with the art program, you know, so in, anything that we can, we can do and help out with where we can, you know, it's not like the margin is huge, you know, but where, where we can, we try to help out. Um, and I'm excited for that. Uh, I'm excited to be able to tell the team that, you know, when we put out the trade paperback, Hey, look, we're, it's a trade paperback, you know, it's a perfect bound trade paperback. It's got three issues of the book in it that we've created together and we'll be able to show that to people and, once it's done, no one can take that, right? It's it's a permanent fixture. You know, it's been published. Um, and I think that's an incredible, powerful thing. You know, we'll, and it'll be almost on the year that we put out the first issue that we'll be putting out the trade paper then. I can't believe it's been almost a year. Me neither. It's just, Look at, it's my crazy. uncle died, my uncle died last year on june 16th and we started drafting this book in july we started putting uh we started talking to people about it in september so yeah almost a year we're almost in july now so um it's been a powerful experience i'm thankful to everyone that's been involved so far um and i'll, and I'll say it again when we get to october when the book was printed and, um, you know, we're, we're doing something special for that. Um, I just, I'm there, man. I, I, I'm at a place, you know, you know how people ask you how you're doing. Um, I'm in an overly emotional place. It's crazy. You know, uh, that's just because it's hit the first anniversary of his death and stuff right around now. So we're, you know, it's a little bit more emotional than normal right now, but it's exciting. And it's a, an adrenaline fueled thing, you know. Uh, to get invited to shows, you know, holy crap. I've worked shows as a vendor 
Will, it's just, it's blowing my mind, man. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful for, you know, the Bankstons, you know, Mike and Trish, great people. You know, I'm grateful to Greg McQuinn. I'm grateful to all these folks, yourself included, that go out and they're like, hey, look, this book's badass. Check it out. I'm grateful to the dudes in the UK that put our books in his stores. You know what I mean? And, you know, the guys in Australia that we work with and stuff that show their books off and they put our books out over there and just, it's a, it's a fantastic time to be a comic collector, you know, especially a comic collector that's into the indie scene. You know, it, it's really, really cool because there's cool books coming out left and right. You yeah. Know, my only grievance is my pocket. I'm not, I'm not going to be – yeah, that – well, there's that. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I won't be surprised at all if uh, in a short amount of time that – Indie and manga are basically all that's left. That wouldn't surprise me. I, I mean, I think the, I think the wind of change is blowing. Like I mentioned to you earlier, I th- we've seen this. You know, right now, I, I got a scorpion old. song stuck in my head. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I'm 36 years old. I've been collecting books since like 1991. You know, and. I've seen that, you know, you've seen the things move, you've seen things, you know, pass. And I think we're coming to that again. I think we're coming to another indie revolution. And the thing about that, and everybody says, oh, it's not going to happen, it's not going to happen. Well, the thing about it is it's a good thing. It creates jobs. You know, it may lower the value of some of these high-dollar books. But other than that, it creates jobs, it creates positions, it creates money. You know, look at right now, you know, I follow Netflix. I don't watch a lot of TV, but I follow Netflix. I follow what Netflix is doing with the indie community. Look at like, um, you know, I understand that, uh, you know, um, Sweet Tooth, you know, people are digging Sweet Tooth right now. You know, that was a great film. It's a good comic book or a great show and a good comic book. You know, Mm -hmm. there's, there's so many little nuances to things that are occurring right now that it's, it's foolhardy to look past the signs that are occurring. You know, you've got companies like BDI, you know, totally rad, all these companies that are coming up and they're putting out books that people are collecting. It's not like they're buying one or two issues from them. You know, they're going out and they're collecting these books. Look at scout comics. You know what I mean? People are all over it. You know, uh, image is still sitting pretty, you know what I mean? All these images is not sitting pretty anymore. What, what I mean by sitting pretty is I mean their their wealth of characters and what they have. You know what I mean? It's like a – I don't really consider them an indie as much as they used to be. No, they're mainstream. Um, I mean even Dark Horse right now um, – Dark Horse is probably the oldest indie entity still around uh, and putting out content. The sad thing is they lost Godzilla. They lost Aliens. They lost Predator. They lost everything because Disney bought them out. <laughs> um, I think the, the one thing that I would still love to see and you don't see from them anymore either, and I need to do some research in it, is the, the Terminator franchise. I don't know if they have it anymore. Um, uh, they they don't because uh, that was part of the acquisition. That was part of an acquisition from Disney. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's Well, there you go. I mean, they were they were that one like, shining ray of indie left in the the big dog fight you know what i mean 
uh, especially working with DC and doing all the crossovers that they did with DC. So, um, but it's cool. You know, you know, Aftershock is, I don't know if is Aftershock still putting books out right now. Yeah. They were, they were doing well, you know, I, I don't, mean? I don't, I've never, no, no, that's, that's wrong. That's a lie. I was going to say, I never bought anything, but from Aftershock, um, we never got anything from Aftershock at Outright Geekery, uh, because as far as they were concerned, you know, and let, unless we had like a hundred thousand followers on our main platform, you right. know, on our, on our main page on Facebook, uh, we weren't big enough for them to be bothered sending us review copy or even, or even PR to put out. They couldn't right. be bothered. We weren't big enough. So, uh, but I, I did collect the dark arc. Right. One, one of their oldest series like uh, many, many years back now, and it was phenomenal. So I, I, I did, I did get a couple of, I did get a couple of things from there. Um, I just started, uh, last month I started subscribing to the Scout Box. Oh, awesome. Because I'm sorry, but $40 delivered to your door in a, in a specialty box of 12 brand new high grade comics bagged and boarded, super secure. Um, for the price that you pay for that, even with shipping, um, for what cover price goes for now, at, at an average of $5 a piece, you get you you buy that book, you, base, you buy that box, you basically get the value of that box hand, hand over fist, like almost double what you paid for it. You're basically getting four books for free. And last month, everybody, uh, that series Steak, which I really dig, it's kind of like uh, modern, modern day uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer with social media. Okay, that's cool. Um, it's it's a pretty cool take, and I really dug the book from the get-go. That and uh, Cult of Icarus, uh, I was down, down for that as well. But last month, uh, the issue of Steak they put in, everybody that got the sub box... Got a got this badass hollow foil cover of steak. That's super cool. So I'm like, okay, that that right there is a forty dollar book. Yeah, it's like dynamic forces. I love yeah. that. Yeah, you know, so they 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 give they give out great stuff every month. Uh, they put a random thing in in people's subscription boxes that will get them like a signed and graded copy of like one of their books or something like a metal cover or something like that. Last month they put two metal covers of one of their, one of their big series in there. A number one that sold out a long time ago. They found it like in a, in the bottom of a box in the back room when they, when they moved warehouses, uh, you know, it's That's just, awesome. it's just crazy. Cause every time they put out a metal cover, it's $50. They make one, either a hundred or 150 copies, right? They release them at 12 noon Pacific time on a certain day. The last one was the only one that I, there was a couple of them that I was like really tempted to buy because I wanted to get the books. Yeah. Uh, but the last one I wanted so bad because it was the recount from Jonathan Hendricks, which I've been following. And I, I've got like five or six variants of number one. I, I got the short print variant of number two and uh, of the second print of number one and everything else. And this, this cover was completely badass. It sold out 
in 12 minutes flat. Holy cow. Yeah. So it's, it's just, it's just crazy. Um, they're, they're doing a good job and they've got the, uh, they get the black caravan, which is their, which is their strictly horror line. Right. You know, the darker line and that they've got the, they've got the scoot line for, you know, all ages, you know, book books for kids and everything. That's so and, cool. And they've got like a dozen and a half uh, projects and, you know, signed over for development. So I love that, man. And that's, you know, I think that's really interesting. Um, the way that that comes about and it's, it's cool to see like right now with Cowabunga, we've got the listener and we've got greed. And then we've got the books that Kyle puts out as well, the art books and stuff that he puts out. And then moving forward from that, like we've got the other two books, uh, one with the one with uh, Totally Rad, and we've got another one with the other production company. But it's like, you know, getting getting books out there like that is phenomenal. To to see a company come up and go, hey, look, we're going to put out eighteen titles. That's phenomenal, you know. But it all starts somewhere, you know. And that's like I was talking to you know Jim about that the other night. Jim puts out like 17 covers to 30 covers per issue that he drops out. You know what I mean? And they're awesome. They're incredible artists across the board. But I was like, you know, if, if I can get to the point where it's, you know, along the board where I need it to be, I'll produce more. You know what I mean? I'll bring, Oh, I'll bring lighters on and produce their series. You know, it's just getting to that point where you, yeah, you start at the bottom. It's just like any other career, right? Any other job you go to, you start at the bottom. You know what I mean? You don't get to be head fry cook at first day, you know? So that's not an insult. It's just funny to me. So, um, you know, there's, there's, you, you just don't, you don't, you don't start, you know, that song was it. You start at the bottom and now we're here. You know, it's, it's like, you still, you still have to go through B, C to get to D from A, you know? Uh, and I think it's interesting to watch my, my own development. You know, I, I pay attention to the numbers we put out. I, I pay attention to everything that's going on. Um, like one thing that we're doing with um, issue four, actually, that's in development right now, the listener, that's how you guys know we're far ahead and you don't have to wait for the Kickstarters. We're already in development of the next issue by the time the Kickstarter drops for the current issue. And it's, um, we're actually, I think it's, 32 pages instead of 24 and we're not charging any more for those additional pages. It's really important for us that you guys understand that you guys aren't going to be charged for the additional pages. I just want more to get across. I don't want to cram information, you know, and extra panels just to, to get them in the book. So um, you guys will get some additional pages, additional art, whatever, what have you. Um, and it won't just be like a page of written dialogue. It'll be full art pages for those additional pages. Um, really excited to be able to do that. And everybody agreed with that and to keep it the same price, which was really cool in my opinion, because pages cost. So the fact that the team was okay with going, Hey, look, you know, we'll add the additional pages and stuff was really, really cool to me. Um, because it's on me as a writer, right? I could easily go, Oh, well, we'll add that in the next book. But that, that shows lack of, um, I don't know, uh, caring about our product. You know, I, I never want you guys like to get to the book into the book and go, eh, you know, that last page is so important to me in every issue I put out. I love the last page. 
You know, it's that ready for the next book. You know, it's a page turner within a page. You know, you don't have, it's always that last flip. It's something badass, but you have nothing left. You got to wait a month to get the next issue, you know, and those are the coolest parts about it. You know, I, I love that. I love that fans reach out and go, hey, what's going to happen next? And that's why we do it. We do it to this point where we work so hard because of the fact that you guys have given us the confidence in our ability to put that product out. You know, it's it's a universal thing. It's like a symbiotic relationship. You know, you, you make us feel good. We, we I mean, we want to do the best anyway. But you get emails like that or you get messages on your phone like that talking about how awesome your book is or this and that. It makes you feel good. You know, it really – it's like a – it's almost like a recharge, right? It's like Superman just got his ass whooped and got kryptonite thrown in his face and he's sitting on the ground. He's like, I can't fight anymore. And it's dark outside. And then, you know, you know, green lantern comes over and he, you know, takes Superman up into the sun, you know, and recharges that battery again. You know, it's just, it's just a cool concept or the placebo effect where he, you know, he makes the fake, the, the fake um, kryptonite, you know, and he's like, oh, Superman, you know, I got my fake kryptonite, you know, but it's, it's all like, it's very cool. It's a very powerful experience. And uh, we couldn't do it without you guys. And it's important that you understand that. Um, as a person, I think that we all have ups and downs, but knowing that there are people that want to read the books and are excited about the books, talk about the fight scenes, talk about what's going to happen next. Oh my God, you killed this character, that character. Dude, I pop in on um facebook and i'll get messages from friends talking about hey look it was talked about over here you know and i think that's so cool you know it's a really cool thing um and i'm thankful you know beyond belief thankful you know when we put out the first kickstarter we had like two people following the page when it went to you know when it went to start i think there's like 15 on there now or 16 or something but if you look at that in the amount of time well we've only been working on the publishing books, physical copies of these books since November of last year, you know? So if you, you look at the algorithms of that, it's phenomenal. You know, even if it's only 15 fucking people, I don't give a shit. I don't need a hundred million people to care, but two to 15, I mean, it's just, what is that? Set, almost 800% increase, mm -hmm. you know? And you know, you can talk about the numbers all you want, but then you can listen to people talk about things and it just, it, it lights a fire under your ass, man. You know, you're ready to go. You're ready to rev up. I write almost every night, you know, cause I'm improving my craft just like everybody else is. Mm -hmm. you guys, these, these artists are out and these wonderful creators are out there drawing all the time. We got to flex that muscle, man. Cause if you're only writing a little bit, it's not going to work. You know, I mean, oh yeah. You can write a shit story real quick, I promise. I have. Oh no. My 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 entire my entire high school uh repertoire is made up of shit, shit stories. Oh man. That's not even believable. You didn't say it had to be believable. How long did this take you? Uh last week when you assigned it, I had it written before the bell rang. Oh. <laughs> That's my book report, sir. I appreciate your time. Thank you for watching. Yeah. How'd you write that book report if you didn't read the book? Uh, I read the back cover yes. and then <coughs> answered the questions he said we needed to ask 
with the information from the back cover. That's right. That and I watched the movie. No. Or you read the dust cover, right? You open the dust cover and it's all right there on the inside. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you you read the you read the forward from the from the author right. inside the front front dust jacket. Oh yeah. Oh. I got it. You got an A too. <laughs> Fucking Cliff Notes got nothing on me. Uh. <laughs> Moby Dick with a quickness. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. What was Moby Dick about? Uh I'm pretty sure I shouldn't tell you about that movie I made over the summer. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Camp Crystal Lake ain't got nothing on Will. Yeah, just you know, just remember, Jason can't swim. Uh. But Will can. Da, da, da. No, I I might I am I am the living embodiment of Captain. Uh, what was his name? The cat, the captain from McHale's Navy. Oh, I don't know. Oh, Binghamton, Captain Binghamton. I am. I have a literal lead, lead bottom. Like the rest of my body can float. My ass is made out of cement. It just it sinks like a rock. Oh, <laughs> that is something you never want to hear. Another. You know, man, I'm having a rough time today. My cement ass got a little moist. I don't know how to handle it. Yeah. <laughs> man. Oh, the seventh fleet just rolled in. Really? Where are the seamen? <laughs> Give them a couple minutes, would you? Oh, no. <laughs> Jeez. You know, I, I pull up to a fast food joint. I'm like, yeah, can I get a large Pepsi? Uh, we don't have, we don't have, we don't serve Pepsi here. We have Coke. Okay, I'll take a gram. Oh, gosh. The dad jokes. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, oh, I have two, I, I figured, you know, why not? I have two and a half dad bods. So, oh, you know. no. That's well, I, I, I've lost two. I had five. Oh, uh, man. I lost two, and I still have three. So, I mean, if I can lose another 150 pounds, I'll be a happy camper. Oh, I imagine. I imagine. I imagine, though, you get a lot of work done around that place there, though. You got a lot of boxes to move around. Yeah, I moved. I moved a whole bunch of stuff uh, over the weekend, and then I I woke up Friday morning, and I have I have another ginormous box delivery from uh, JJ's uh, Jesse James Comics out in Arizona. Yeah, you yeah. me like another long box full of full of books. I'm like, geez. Last time, last time you shipped a box, USPS was just like me over. Uh, it, it took him a month and a half to get like one box here from Arizona. This yeah, time, expensive man to ship. Like uh, no, he sends a media mail. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it showed up here uh, this time in like eight days. That's awesome. Like right now, we've got um, we've got a shipment going to the UK, and it's like. Um, Two hundred and fifty dollars to to ship, mm. um, but you know, but that's a lot of books. But I sent a, um, I sent two books to Australia a couple weeks ago, and it was sixty dollars for two books to go to Australia. Mm. Yeah, I was just like, well, so now uh, I'll be I, I'm working to get my books printed in other countries mm -hmm. instead of having to. 
because that's ridiculous, right? No, I don't want to sell you a book and then have to charge you more shipping than the book cost. You know, that's just. Well, one of, one of my subscribers on Creators Outlet uh, over in the UK, Bristolian Dave, uh, who greets everybody with hello, me babbers. Uh, oh, gosh. He, uh, he get, we, we had this discussion uh, a while back, and he said, this book, was, I love to support other people's projects, and I love indie comics, but how I know I'm not going to back a project, he goes, and I refuse to buy digital comics anytime, anywhere, anyplace. I won't read them. You know, it's a, it's a Sam I am Dr. Zeus moment. Uh, he's like, I know I'm not going to back a project if the shipping costs as much as the book. Yeah, and you can't even help it either. It's like, if I if you buy a copy A or cover A of the listener has been $15 since we started. 15 bucks for cover A of the listener. Mm -hmm. For me to ship it to Australia, just the one book is $30. And I feel awful even putting it on there. You know what I mean? It's like, but if I don't charge you the $30 and I go to send it to you, this is something I learned when um, from the first Kickstarter I did with the first book, I paid for everybody's shipping on that book, every single person's, because I didn't know my ass from my elbow when it came to Kickstarter. You know what I'm saying? So, but I, I paid it. It's on me, whatever. But when we went into the second book, it was still like, man, it sucks that you got to pay this much to ship it. I don't, I don't want to charge you that much. You know what I'm saying? It, it seems asinine to me, but now there are ways to, if, if you work with the right people and you, you know, treat people the way you should treat them and you get in situations where you can, you know, have them, you know, pay, you pay for it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I'd rather pay, you know, four or $5 or you pay four or $5 to get it printed and $2 shipping. So you're like seven bucks versus 30. You know, because that shit sucks. Nobody wants to do that. I mean, especially when you order in a, lot, a small amount. Like I said, two books was 60 bucks. You know, that's that's pretty hefty, man, for shipping. And I, oh, yeah. it. you know, I paid for it. I didn't make him pay for it. You know what I'm saying? I paid for it. But it was still like, Jesus, you know, um, whether we like it or not, as, as much as we, we do it because we love it, still have to make some kind of money you know you can't just keep putting out putting out and putting out you know or you can't make no more books oh yeah for sure there's, yeah. There's, there's no, you can't you can't give away stuff and uh you also can't like overcharge a lot of this stuff absolutely you know there, there are certain things like i said you, you can do a little bit here or there you know what I'm saying? Like right now, uh, I'm I'm working on something to uh, to get uh, a book, a copy of the listener in the hand of each of a group of young people. Like I, I'm I'm working on doing that right now. It still costs money. You know what I'm saying? So I have to I have to arrange it to a way where if I make X amount of dollars here, I can move it over here to do this thing I want to do. You know what I mean? It's like any, it's, it's any other business, you know, you're, you're having to keep up with funds, where you're moving funds, how you're using funds and everything else like that. It's not this like walk in the park or it's cut and dry as it's led to be believed, you know, 
just like time. It's, you know, you don't go to business working with your, for yourself. So you're working 80 hours a week and never seeing your kids or anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all these nuances that we have to, you know, validate for every action we take. Is it worth this amount of money to me to work this many hours? You know, is it worth, you know, my wife going to bed by herself so I can do this for this many hours? You know what I'm saying? All these different things. Um, you know, even if you're wide awake, you still don't want your wife to go to bed alone. You know, that sucks. Who wants to do that? So, you know, do you work a little bit longer? Do you wake up earlier? There are all these nuances to this, just like any other business, just like the baker, you know, that busts his ass to get down there with his bread in the morning and stuff. Um, I'm not at the point where I can be like some of these cats and work a day or two a week. You know what I mean? That's just not where I'm at. So like I mentioned earlier, I'm working on five different projects. That's, to make sure that I can take care of everything. And not only that, but to make sure I can get the books out for people. You know, um, I think that's one of the coolest things about putting out your own comic books is to be able to get them in people's hands, man. And then when people get them and the, 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 the joy that you can give them, you know, a lot of people, that's where they get their release from. They get it from reading, you know. So to be able to take people away from of things that, in life that may not be pleasant for them it is an awesome you know thing to do um i'm excited about it i'm excited to be at least helping somebody somewhere you know that's where that tagline somebody's always listening comes from mm-hmm. you know because we we don't want you to feel alone you know it's it's can you imagine you know n- never being able to associate with someone or being too afraid to talk to people and you know so yeah man it's just it gets real deep. It's an emotional, you know, roller coaster with that stuff. Um, speaking of emotional roller coasters and whatnot, uh, this is going to sound real weird. Did you see the new, um, the new, uh, not it's not Annabelle. Did you see the new movie? The 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 devil made me do it. No, but it sounds like it was a a movie made out of my life. You need to watch it. Because uh, because to- I because I remember. Uh, I was probably like three years old and I don't remember what I did. My mother used to tell the story all the time and uh, I had heard it so many times. I kind of blocked it out. Um, Mm -hmm. It was like a story she would tell like her cousins or, you know, my aunts or uncles or whatever. And my, you know, she yelled at me and goes, why would you do that? And I was like three. I was like, oh, the devil made me do it. (laughs) Yeah. And I tried Uh using that excuse, you know, it always got my, you know, my ass whooped, but it was, you know, as, as they used to say in the old, uh, uh, the old, like, remember the, the old D and D, uh, go out my game in the arcades back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. And when, when you failed miserably, the, the cocky announcer voice would come on and say, my, that was a valiant effort. And I'm just like, oh, you know, it's just one of those things. For sure, for sure. So we got the uh, we got the Kickstarter, not just in the show notes, but it is also in in the chat. And uh, as I am skulking Dustin's page, I will also uh, drop into the chat the official listener store oh i appreciate that man there's all kinds of cool stuff in there um 
Greed will be on there in the coming weeks. Um, we talked to the printer today. They said that was being printed. So one cool thing about Greed is, you know, we do blank covers with the listener. Uh, we normally have Adam. Adam normally does most of them um, when they come out. But uh, with Greed, we're doing black covers. I'm really excited to see what people, you know, ask to have done on those or see where they show up. Um, I know that uh, April's doing one. Um, I think David Acampo is doing one too. So we'll see, but it's always interesting to see the lack of color used, you know, and, and use mm -hmm. it in the piece, you know, negative space. So pretty stoked to see how people treat that. Um, I know that Mike DeBolfo just did a, um, did a, a listener blank the other day live. That was pretty cool. I'm excited to see the book show up in places. Especially using that black, black negative space uh to portray some of the noble spirits man that'd be really cool um i think that if you tomorrow when it goes live if you scroll down you can see some of the other blank covers that have been done they're near the bottom um but there's a lot to be said about you know that 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 general thing right there the noble spirits have been portrayed by several different people different ways now and I think it's very interesting. Like, um, man, it, to see people work on a cover and a particular character and put their own spin on it is really cool. It's just like Marvel having a million different people do Wolverine. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's a cool concept. You know, just like Venom has been numerous different ways, you know, since the original, you know, Todd McFarlane and stuff, you know. So that kind of stuff is really, really cool to me, you know, it, because it's very personal, you know, when you take and you add your little nuance to it, now it's engraved forever in that character, you know, you can go back and do that character that way again later on. And I think that's phenomenal. You know, it's, it's like adding your own DNA to these pieces, um, which I'll show you a really cool cover after we get off here, I'll send it to you. But um, there's a there's a DNA cover uh, for totally rad comics that we can't show on here, but it's going to be great. Oh yeah, well all you have to say it's a totally rad cover. I go, oh yeah, I can't show that here. Yeah, yeah, no, it's going to be good though. I'm excited about it. Uh, Jen did it. It looked really, really good. Um, you know, there's there's a lot to be said about how um, how we treat these characters, and but you have to stay true to them. You know, at the end of the day. You know, if you're doing a noble spirit, it still has to look like a noble spirit, you know, and that's that's an interesting fact, because when we go into theologies and stuff, we have to make these characters still noticeable for who they are. You know, like when you eventually see Kukulain, you have to know that it's Kukulain, you know, same thing with Thor, you know, eventually Addy will run into Thor. You got to know it's Thor. You got to know without him like chucking bolts of lightning. You know, there have to be ways to give the nuance away because the character already exists. You know, I didn't make him up, you mm -hmm. know, so there have to be little details that tell you it's Thor. I don't know if we can, you know, definitely can't use uh, Chris Hemworth's likeness or anything because he'd be a great Thor for my book. But, you know, there's there are ways to, you know, make things look recognizable. Yeah, Fat Thor. Yeah, Fat Thor would be good too. I like him. 
You know, like Thor is, you know, he's a good dude. I like him too. I'm like, wow, we're at a convention. Yeah, you know, I think you could do when it. You're bald. I go, I go, I can borrow some chicks' blonde wig from the strip club. That's right. You know enough of them. You got that little black book hidden around there in those piles somewhere. I don't need a black book. I know how to find all of them. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, you know, I couldn't let him leave with my money. What the fuck? <laughs> Man. I, I, could always, I could always tell the good from the bad ones because the bad ones would be like, can you please play me this song? I'll hook you up. And then yeah. I would get I would get in trouble because I would say, you know, at the end of the night, I go, um, excuse me. You gave me too much. No, no, I hooked you up. I go, one or two dollars does not a hookup make. Maybe you should take these back because apparently you need them more than I do. Oh, Lordy. Which, you know, got me fired and then rehired oh, back a couple days later because, you know. Oh. You gotta be nice to people, Will. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I was born on the cusp of, cusp of Sporky, Sporkyo, Porky Pig. That 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 uh, of of Scorpion and Sagittarius. Oh yeah, well there you go. So you know, you know, like like they say, you know, somebody looks at me and they go. I've never been more sure in my life that you've buried a dead hooker. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> and then I look at them and I say, who the hell said she was dead at the time? Oh, no! <laughs> well. These are jokes, people. Get over them. <laughs> Good job, Will. Let him let him know she was still breathing. Yeah. She asked I, I, to play hide and seek. Look, I, I put one of those stretchy straws in the dirt. What the hell? Oh man. <laughs> it was six foot long. Something was six foot long. Oh gosh. <laughs> the box. Jeez. Like I'm gonna pay for a box for a hooker. Come on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you? Apparently, oh, it will not be in a grave with a dead hooker. Apparently, it won't be. Nope, you got too much work to do. Yeah, no, I'm not even allowed to breathe half the time anymore. Um, you guys can find me on social media, uh, just about anywhere. You know, just do a search for me or do a search for the listener. I'm on most platforms. Uh, I'm on Facebook like an umbilical cord, though, because it's the easiest for me to use because I can use multiple pages and stuff like that on it. Um, I post art constantly. I post story stuff constantly. So if you guys are curious about any of the stuff that Will and I are BSing about, you know, you can follow me on Facebook. Um, my page is not private, so you guys can hop on there and check it out. Uh, if you're looking for the listener stuff, there's also a listener page specifically that you guys can find. Uh, there's a listener group that's fairly large now, so you guys can get on that. Uh, I tend to post all the the like super art and stuff like that on there uh, versus having my family stuff and whatnot on the other page. But um, yeah, hit me up. Um, you know, I'm 
more than happy to help anybody in any way I can that's jumping in this industry. Feasibly, people, feasibly. You'd be surprised about the requests that I get on a daily basis. So if I can help you feasibly, I will uh, with advice and stuff like that. Um, you know, or if you need a writer, let me know because I'm at it all the time. And I'm happy to write your short stories, your comic books, your novellas. Uh, I'm just not writing people full-length novels. So if you need anything done or you're writing a manga or anything like that, you need some layout help with, just let me know. Um, but other than that, guys, I'm pretty easy to find. You know, I, I, I don't make myself scarce, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah, man, and, you know, if, boring, you can't find me that way. Will can get a hold of me anytime, day or night, generally speaking. So. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys need me, I'm more than happy to help. Like I said, always happy to come hang out with Will. Great dude. Glad you guys are watching his show. Uh, one of the first podcasts I've ever seen. And I think that's one of the coolest things ever to be able to say, Hey, look, after a year, almost a year of doing this, I'm back in the same place talking to the same dude. So, uh, pretty phenomenal stuff. Um, you know, hang out with us, see where we are next year. You know, it's going to be that much cooler. Anyway, thanks for the time, guys. Thank you, Will. I appreciate you so much, my brother. Um, hit, hit up that Kickstarter link tonight. Sign up uh, on the list so as soon as it goes live, you'll get an email notification, and you can check all the different tiers and bonuses and all the all the uh, stretch goals that are going to be there at the at the beginning. And uh, you know, bookmark the listener store site too, for sure. And yeah, of course, yeah, or follow me. You, you know, you can follow yeah. me on Kickstarter as well, because uh, one of the cool things about following people on Kickstarter is when I put Greed out, uh, the next issue of Greed, it'll let you know. Um, and then when we put out Babes Goran Dinosaur, uh, it'll let you know about that as well. Um, I have a book right now. I'm going to say this. Uh, I am like Heinz 57. Like I write a plethora of different styles and ways. Um, I haven't written a love story yet. I don't think. So, you know, maybe, you know, in some people's viewpoints, I don't think that I've written one yet, but, um, you know, you're welcome to check them out. Um, and we've got a book out, like I mentioned, every month for the foreseeable future. So, um, and they're done. And that's important. I, I hate that I have to say that how important it is uh, because of the fact that the way Kickstarters run and certain people treat their Kickstarters and stuff. Um, but circumstance happens. Anyway, our books are finished before the Kickstarter goes to Kickstarter. They're already paid. The art's already done. The story's written. You know, all of it. The only thing that hasn't been done is it hasn't been printed. So Kickstarter for us is like the print to order. So we're really happy to be able to do that with you guys. Um, make sure you check it out. You know, if you've got any questions about previous Kickstarters, hit me up. Uh, we've gotten awarded, you know, um, kicks, uh, projects we love from Kickstarter before. You know, and every one of them seems to be doing better than the last. So I appreciate your help and the support. You know, it, it means the world to me, my family, and our teams. So thank you. Thank you very much. Awesome. And don't forget, uh, please subscribe and ring the bell over on the Creators Outlet on YouTube. You can also follow me on Twitter at JokerFan. And Instagram and Facebook is JokerFan1969. And Facebook is the podcast platform channel for this and this will be up and available on downloadable uh podcast anywhere you like to get your podcasts in uh in about an hour so uh check it out because i'll be sharing the crap out of it again and uh we've we've got a 
we've got big names to beat because I had uh, Michael Watson from uh, Freestyle Comics on, and within 24 hours, uh, between downloads and listens on the uh, on the link, uh, he 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 broke like 50 listeners uh, wow. for, for just listening to his listening or downloading to his podcast like in one day. That's so. pretty dope. I forgot I have I have live shows. I forgot that. I have a live show on Wednesday night called The Other Side that you can check out with me and Jim Noble. Uh, it is a over 18 show. That's why it's at nine o'clock at night. I definitely suggest uh, hanging out if you like to, you know, shoot the shit, chew the fat. We like to do a little bit of that over there. And then uh, Wednesday nights at seven central. We uh, we're on with the Aussies, which is really cool for comics. So we do that every Friday night as well. So if you guys want to get a daily dose or want to hang out with me, just let me know. You know, I'm easy to find. Uh, and chances are you'll find Will over there too every now and then. So yeah, I, I I try to pop into multiple streams while I'm doing a stream sometimes, and just pop in. You know, throw up a a hey lol in the chat, and before anybody can respond, I'm usually already gone. Because because I'm working, but man, you do uh, so many shows though it's crazy, man. Yeah, we got we got six this week, so That's we're awesome. we're doubled up on Friday. So uh, we've actually got two art streams this week. We've got Sean Howe on Wednesday night, who has done covers for Totally Rad, and would probably be pretty awesome on uh, on a certain uh, really? dinos- dinosaur well, strip- stripper club thing. Have him hit me up, and we'll talk about dinosaur strippers. And uh, then uh, I've got uh, Rich Parada, uh, great dude there too. Yeah, on on Friday afternoon doing a doing a custom sketch live on live on air with us. We'll we'll be uh, we'll be shoot, shooting the nerd nerd chat and uh, while he's uh, doing art, so uh, it should be a lot of fun. That's exciting, man! I can, so, I'll, I'll chime in when I can, of course. So uh, great seeing you. Uh, Pleasure, a big uh, a big howdy duty to uh, Jim Noble and uh, the Booby Rad Comics, and uh, we will uh, we will talk to you again soon because we know somebody is always listening. That's right, yes, sir.